Hi guys, it's Derek from Derek Chai Photography and welcome to episode number 13 of my podcast series talking about photography. The first thing I'd like to do is wish all of my listeners a very, very happy 2018. Hope you guys had a good break and a great opportunity to have spent some quality time with your family and friends and hopefully got some great pictures of them as well. If you've done a little bit of practice on how to take great family portraits, 2018 Hopefully it's going to be a breakthrough year with Derek Chai Photography. We've got some exciting stuff planned and it's all about hustle, putting in the hard work and hopefully reaping the rewards of our hard work. Um, The topic that I'd like to speak to you guys about today is one of working out or just trying to get a handle on whether your photographs are any good. And like any other creative endeavour... You just have to accept that people's opinions of your work are going to differ. So there are going to be people who think that you're the bee's knees and there are going to be people who think that no matter what, that your pictures just are no good. And that's not necessarily based on anything technical. So it doesn't have to do with exposures, apertures, um, shutter speeds or anything like that. It's just an issue of whether of personal taste really and... It's something that you're going to have to deal with, especially if you become professional, because there are going to be clients or potential clients who are just going to be dissatisfied with the type of pictures you take. And that's got to be okay, because you can't please everybody. And certainly you shouldn't aim to please anybody, everybody, because if you do, quite often what you're doing is compromising on on your artistic principles. And that's something that you should never do. Hopefully with this podcast too is you're getting a a better sound quality because currently I'm recording this using a new Rode video mic called, sorry I'm just looking at the back of the mic, called the Video Micro and it's just a little microphone that attaches via a a converter obviously because it needs to convert from a 3.5mm jack to a lightning port jack. And it just goes into the bottom of your iPhone and hopefully the audio quality is going to be a lot better than when I use my AirPods. This is going to differ occasionally depending on where I am and sometimes I will be recording the audio with the AirPods. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm sure that the audio quality from what I've gathered is it's much better. And this microphone is only 78 bucks or so, which I purchased from DigiDirect. Um, only last week so it's a great little mic and I'm looking forward to actually sticking this on and doing some audio on my GoPro when my new GoPro cage arrives so I'll let you know how that goes as well so let's get on to the topic of how to just work out whether your photographs are any good and a lot of it is is a judgment thing um, as we, as I've always said in the past, is that it is very important that you know what you're doing and that you've got the technical parts of of your photography down. So if you're not able to get a good exposure, invariably your photos are going to be pretty bad no matter what. But if you've got the, the technicals down, then, you know, you're well on your way. And one of the things that still irk me about some of the images I take or disappoint me apart from exposure is focus and that's one thing that 
it really depends on the, the camera you have because it does make a lot of difference and it does actually significantly enhance your ability and the quality of your photos and helps you, especially portraits, to get the, the eyes and the facial features sharp. And that's what I want to talk to you about right now. As I'm currently on kind of a family road trip, um, I've elected to, this is a pre-planned thing, I've elected to leave all of my regular pro shooting gear at home. Not that it's not pro, but I've got my Canon EOS 5D Mark III with me, and it's there's no slide on Canon. They make great cameras, and their lenses are fantastic, and they're still the lenses that I use via a Metabones adapter on my Sony a7R II for professional shoots. Um, I just prefer the fact that the Sony mirrorless cameras number one allow you to have this great sort of preview so like a like an electronic LCD display that allows you to get the exposures in real time which Canon kind of does but it's a little bit clunky and I don't like it so much but one of the things I love about the Sony a7R 2 is eye focus and this will rock your world if it's something that you're you start using because basically the autofocus system of the a7R 2 is able to to focus pinpoint with pinpoint accuracy on the eye of a subject and being a portrait photographer and a wedding photographer that is amazing because I love to shoot wide open I was yesterday taking pictures of basically the cat and the dog running around with the EOS 5D Mark III and the Canon 85 1.8 which is my wife's lens and shooting that at f2 and it was a hell of a job trying to get the eyes sharp because with pet photography you know it's one of the things is that they don't stay still and they have this inherent inherent tendency to come towards the camera so whenever you lift up your camera at them they tend to come towards you and it's really hard to get it focused and i can see in that circumstance that the a7r2 would have been great with the eye focus um one thing to note is the, 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 the eye focus on the a7R2 does not necessarily work with adapted lenses, but it works great with my 5518 Zeiss and also works great with the 8514 G Master and the 8518 um, Zeiss Battis that I've got at home. So it's one of those things that's really important. Like I noticed probably. 25% of the shots or maybe a little bit less I managed to nail perfect eye sharpness with a combination of the 5D and the and the 8518 and that's probably a higher miss rate than I would get with the Sony and you know it's just something that I wanted to experiment with but I came up with you know a, a handful of pictures which were amazing just because you know the eye of the of the subject being the dog or the cat was really sharp and it was just one of those perfect things um, that that we got and I was very happy with that. Some of the little bit of noise you hear is just the family outside doing a little bit of swimming because it's like 465 million degrees out there. So, and there's a bit of a dog barking as well and that's the dog that I was photographing yesterday. So don't mind me with that, but you know, it's what happens when you're doing a podcast in in a bedroom whilst you know you're at somebody else's place but anyway as i said the the key is knowing whether your photos are good or not and 
you know, it begs to ask, like, what gives somebody else? It's like, you know, when you watch shows like MasterChef and you watch these home improvement shows, what gives these supposed experts the rights to tell you whether your house is built properly and it looks nice or whether the food tastes good? I mean, isn't all of it just an individual thing? And in a lot of ways it is, and there is no different when it comes to photography either. Well, there are obvious things that are problematic, of course. You know, going back to the food allergy, you know, if your chicken is raw, then it's crap. And, but, you know, the, the subtle arts of whether there's enough, you know, there's enough chili in it or if there's enough, you know, herbs in it, a lot of that to me seems like an individual thing. And it's kind of the same with photography. A lot of people will like a certain exposure, a certain thing, some people like to have that sort of blown out background portrait thing where you know it's kind of called you know high key and some people like the really deep shadows and it's really just a very individual thing but as i said if you've got it technically okay and people can't judge you based on the fact that your picture is out of focus or you know if the exposure is totally off then i think that you know it it goes a long way to determining whether you've made a good photo or not. And a lot of this has got to do with self-confidence as well because it's a it's a competitive world. I mean, whether you like it or not, you look at people look at Instagram and Facebook and they judge you based on your photos because it's a curated part of your life. And you know, people are going to just make judgments based on what they see and they may not like your photos as I said, but who really cares? I mean, I don't, I don't post stuff on on social media, ex, you know, expecting or demanding likes. It's just something that I want to showcase to the world. It's part of my marketing, and basically, you know, if you don't like what I do, then don't hire me, and that's okay because if you're going to hire me based on, you know, the fact that you don't like my work, or if you think that I'm not the right style for you, we're going to have problems on the actual shoot day, and for both of our sakes it's probably good just to just to not do it because i'm never going to be able to to please you the way that you ex you expect that your photos are going to be so that's something to bear in mind and just don't get so caught up in you know your photo is better than mine mine is better than hers because you know what we all are at different levels or different you know roads of towards where our goal is if you've only been photographing for a month you can't look at a professional and say oh geez my photos are nowhere near as good as his so i must be crap you just need to continue to work on your art keep trying new things the thing the thing is with with any creative endeavor is you've just got to keep trying stuff i mean obviously the key is not to take 50 of the same picture with the same exposure in the same settings because you're not learning anything but if you take 50 of the same picture and you alter something with each shot i guarantee you you're going to work out what works and what doesn't and if you do that often enough you're going to know what makes a good picture and what doesn't and you know you're not necessarily submitting your pictures for for awards and reviews so you don't have to get hung up on all of that stuff you just need to take pictures that please you. And the way to do that is to take hundreds and thousands of pictures that don't. Because then you'll know what you can do right and what you can do wrong. 
most you know you've with great light great lenses everyone can take a decent portrait but you know you're talking about full sun no you know many shadows night photography all that kind of stuff and you you don't just get that without practice uh you've just got to you just got to try and i love trying stuff and i love trying stuff when my ass is not on the line so i don't like to not know what i'm doing at the time of a professional paid photo shoot because that is not the time for you not to know what to do but if you're just in the backyard taking pictures of fly, uh, flowers why not try different stuff why not try macro lenses and getting real close and stuff because the good thing about photography is if you don't like the picture you don't have to show it to anybody nobody has to see your picture but you the other day it was on New Year's Eve, we actually had some friends over in my house, and I've always wanted to do sparkler shots, and I wanted to do some light painting. I've never done it before, but I've kind of thought that it'd be a really good thing to to be able to do in the event of you know a sparkler exit at a wedding, which might come up in the future. So I said, oh, well, heck, we'll just give it a go because what there is no pressure, I and mean, you might look like a bit of a clown in front of your friends because none of your photos turned out, but you're only going to know by trying. So what I did was, you know, I just quickly Googled what roughly the settings are because I've never done that type of shot before. And then you just experiment. We got some pretty damn good shots. I mean, they weren't perfect. We tried to get one where two girls were doing some light painting with the sparkle and trying to make it in the shame of a heart. And it almost turned out like a heart, but, you know, we just missed a little point at the bottom. But, you know, it was a great photo anyway, and I'm very glad we did it because, you know, I could use that next time I shoot a wedding if there's a if there's a sparkler thing. And the thing I learned too is what doesn't work, how long you need to have your exposures for, what apertures you've got to set, and what ISO you've got to set. And it just turned out to be something that was a great learning experience. I got a good photo out of it as well. So, you know, you keep trying stuff, guys, and. 10,000 photos, if you can get, you know, a lot of people say that <clears throat> in the course of a year, if you get one or 10 amazing photos, you've had an exceptionally good year. And that obviously is part of the standard thing. So as you get better, your standards go up and the mediocre photos are now mediocre and they're not good as you would think when you're a, when you're a beginner. But it's one of those things, it's it's life, it's all about continuing improvement and never never giving up, never accepting the fact that you're only going to be as good as you are today. And it's all about just practicing, getting out there, doing lots of shooting. And the only person who can determine whether your photos suck or not, once you've nailed down the technicals, is you. Okay, and maybe your clients who are going to pay for you, but if you're not in a professional paid photography position that doesn't matter and the only person you have to please is you and whether you like the dark moody pictures or the bright high key you know fairy tale ones it's entirely up to you and you can do whatever you like so just get out there and shoot it's there's no other there's no better time find some time to shoot every week if you can no matter how busy your schedule is get your camera out and just learn how to use all the controls stick it on manual don't use these program modes and autos and aperture priorities and all that kind of stuff because you don't learn as much when you do that. Stick with manual, get out there, shoot a lot, do what you love, continue taking pictures as much as you can 
and do it as often as you can and you know just have a great life have a great 2018 and we'll chat again soon uh if you have any comments or suggestions for my podcast please feel free to drop me a line at derek at derekchaiphotography.com.au or just stick a comment in my facebook or my instagram i'd be much i'd be very happy to hear from anybody and we'll implement any suggestions if you've got questions ask them on my social media or email and i'll answer them during the podcast so until next time have a great day and i'll chat to you guys again soon